I'm your host, Esther Atigwewewa, and I bid you a warm welcome to the Lit Forward podcast, wherever you're coming from across the globe. Guys, I love you guys. I care so much about you guys, and I want you guys to win. Uh, today, as I was reading scripture, I was just getting in the word, and um, this word popped out to me. It's titled, My Flesh and My Spirit Are at War. My flesh and my spirit are war. Owning to that, I want us to read Bible today. But we're not going to read a lot of the word today because I intend on this being a story time as well. Um, hopefully, I'll be able to tell my salvation story. And where I'm at at the moment because I believe that transparency is key. And in this journey of faith, I believe that it's very important for us to be the acronym HOT. So humble open and transparent so help me god um but before we go into the word for today i'd like us to pray heavenly father lord oh god i thank you god for your love i thank you god for your protection i thank you god for your guidance i thank you god for a brand new day i thank you god for the blue skies i thank you god because you are the unseen god that never dies I thank you, O God, because you are with your daughter or your son right now, wherever they're listening to this podcast, whether it be in their car, in the bathroom, or wherever. And I thank you, O God, that you should just surround them, O God, with your warmth, your peace, and your protection. All this we pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Can the church say amen? Guys, I love you guys so much. Um, yes, yeah, so today our anchor scripture is going to be from Romans 7, 15 to 25. And as always, we always read from the TPT version. So we're going to read from Romans 7, 15 to 25. Romans 7, 15 to 25. And this is from Apostle Paul. And it reads, I'm a mystery to myself, for I want to do what is right, but end up doing what my moral instincts condemn if my behavior is not in line with my desire my conscience still confirms the excellence of the law and now i realize that it's no longer my truth self doing it but the unwelcoming intruder of sin in my humanity for i know that nothing good leaves within the flesh of my fallen humanity the longings to do what is right and within me but willpower is not enough to accomplish it. My lofty desire is to do what is good and dashed when I do the things I want to avoid. So if my behavior contradicts my desire to do good, I must conclude that it is not my true identity doing it, that it is not my true identity doing it, but the unwelcoming intruder of sin hindering me from being who I really am. Verse 21. Though my experience of this principle, I discover that even when I want to do good, evil is ready to sabotage me. Truly deepened within my true identity, I love to do what is pleasing to God. Here ends the reading of the Holy Word. May his name be blessed and adored now forevermore. Amen. So guys, I've titled the topic for today, My Flesh and My Spirit Are At War. Can we all just agree that we're all jacked up? Like, can we agree that we're all jacked up? We all have struggles. We're all not flawless. 
we all have flaws we all have areas where you know um are not too nice we all have things that we do that are not good now just getting that out out of the way we all struggle according to romans 7 verse 22 we all struggle because our flesh and spirit are at war the bible says that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak and we see this eminent in matthew 26 verse 41 guys i want to be brutally honest with you guys i struggle and I struggle a lot. I struggle and I've noticed that in my few years of working this Christian journey, I understand that when we begin to mature as Christians, God begins to reveal to us what our struggles are, what our weaknesses are, and he begins to shine light on it, not to condemn us. And as we all know that the devil is the accuser of the brethren, but God has come to bring light into our darkness god has come to reveal the weakness in in our hearts so that he can make them better he can put us in line with his word he can adjust us so that we become better people now premised on that the bible says and you know for my interpretation and my understanding god wants us to come as we are god invited people who were sinners to come as they were but the, the thing is that you can't just come as you are and remain as you are. I'm going to say that again. God wants us to come as we are, but we can't remain the same way we came when we got saved. Or the same way we came to God when we came into the church and all of that. God wants us to grow. God wants us to improve. God wants us to be better. God wants us to improve. God wants us to be better. The Bible says that... In 1 Corinthians 3 verse 2 says, We were being told by God that I feed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now you were not able to receive it and even now you're still not able. So right now we're not at our fullest potential. Right now we're not perfect. But the important thing is that God is working on us. The important thing is that I am not where I was when I first got saved. I'm promised on being saved. Guys, can I tell you my salvation story? Can I tell you how I got here? Um, it's it's a very different and unique story. So I want to take you back to when I was in high school. So I was in high school. I went to a school in Canada. It called, it's called Niagara Christian College. When I went there, um, in grade 11 and grade 12, we used to have this thing called Seniors Retreat. So we'll go to, up to the up north and we'll go to a camp called Camp Kakwer. And when we go to Camp Kakwer, it's a Christian um, camp, I believe. Um, my school was a Christian school anyway, so we'd always go to this Christian camp and we'd just spend three days there and spend there, you know, growing, learning, having fun, but most of all, connecting with God, not having to worry about schoolwork or anything. And I love my school f- so much for that because they understand that in grade 11 and grade 12, you're going to the outside world. So it's important for you to be grounded in Christ. So when I was in grade 11, I loved to play a lot and I was playing with the seniors. So I was playing ultimate frisbee. When I was playing ultimate frisbee over the water. So I'll, I'll give you a picture. I can't swim. And the water, the pools were not really defined. They were really connected with oceans and stuff. Uh, oceans and like sort of rivers. I'm not really good with bodies of water, yeah, in describing them. But I was, um, I was playing ultimate frisbee with some people at my uni at the time, seniors, they were in grade 12. 
So when I was playing that, I was playing it over the water. Um, so they threw a few of the, the, the frisbees, I would catch them and stuff. But then again, um, this guy decided to throw the frisbee over the water. I caught the frisbee, but remember, it was over the water and I couldn't swim. So I began to drown. And as I began to drown, I was getting to the bottom of the water. And when I almost got to the bottom of the water, I realized that, oh shoot, I'm going to die. This is going to be the end of my life. So I need to know God. I need to acknowledge him at this time. So when I got to the ground of uh, of the water, I began to pray. I was like, God, um, I was saying the sinner's prayer. I was like, God, please, um, I don't know you and I want to know you because I feel like I'm going to die now and I don't want to end up in hell. So I prayed the sinner's prayer. And from nowhere, strength just wells up inside of me. Like my spirit is just willing. My spirit is just awake now. My earthly or my flesh is telling me that, bro, you're going to die. From nowhere, I just say, I'm like, God, if you're able to bring me out, like, I'll praise you. I'll, I'll like, I'll love you forever. I'll, I'll do your will. And then from nowhere, this sounds so cliche, but I'm telling the truth. Some, someone why, but now I know, I, I understand now that it was an angel, began to lift me up to the top of the water. When I got to the top of the water, I began to like hit the water and stuff. And then um, like staff, so people were already getting ready for dinner. So dinner, you say the prayer and then you go in and have dinner. But now the staff were already getting ready to line people up to go have dinner. And they saw me panting and they came over and like came to rescue me and asked me if water got into my lungs and, you know, just perform CPR and, and the whole works. So after that was done, yeah, I realized I had an encounter with Christ. That's when I gave my life to Christ. But struggling and, you know, saying, you remember when we talked about the title of this is that the, the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. So I still did things of the world. I still drank occasionally. I still involved myself in conversations and things that were not godly at that time. But fast forward to, it's about three years now, uh, that I've taken my faith seriously. And I've said, um, so fast forward to after, after that stuff. So now for the last three years of my life, so after that happened, that's been a while back. Fast forward to the last three years of my life, I've realized that, you know what, I need to serve God. I need to know God. It's not been easy cutting off from all the bad things that I do. Guys, can we just admit that we struggle? Can we admit that? And I'll give you, I'll give you examples. Some of us post Bible scriptures on our Instagram and stuff. But little do we know that some of us have not opened up the Bible in a month. Some of us post selfies in the gym. Little do we know that most of us have not been to the gym in a year. That was me a while ago, but now I'm I'm dedicated. I'm going to the gym now. Um, I'm signed up to a gym, a nice, wonderful gym in my area. But back to this. Can we can we agree that people struggle? Can we agree that it's okay to it's okay to show your archives and not all the time your reels, your Instagram reels? Like people, it's okay to show your when you're down. But you know, as Christians or as people we just like to show when things are going good when we've got that sick pack when we've got everything all going great but god wants god doesn't want actors god wants people who are vulnerable with him 
people who acknowledge just like paul paul acknowledged the fact that he does the things that he doesn't want to do the things that do not bring glory to god he does that and paul is the og here paul's the one preaching to us paul is the one writing letters to the people of corinthians paul is writing to, to, to people in, in rome paul is writing to people in Thessalonica. but paul is human i think it's so important for us to acknowledge humanity i think it's so important for us to acknowledge the fact that we're humans that we are flawed but not to dwelling that it's one thing to acknowledge it it's now another thing to understand that god has called us for more so now when we have all these repetitive cycles like you know always on the game um um always doing things that are not pleasing to god we need to now go on our knees and say god this appears to be a cycle god um it appears to be a cycle of me telling lies it appears to be a cycle of me being bad with money it appears to be a cycle of me being overweight or stress eating you know what the problems are stop hiding come out for who you really are tell god what the problem is he wants to help you he cares so much about us and i say this to say this that i want to close up by saying post your archives i'm not saying post your archives on instagram i'm saying like reveal your archives to god he knows it already but he wants us to come to him god doesn't like actors god god loves people who are sincere Moses had a flaw. He stuttered. And after God gave after God allowed his brother Aaron to go with him and stuff and bring the people out of uh, of Egypt. After that, he had an anger problem which he struck the rod so many times and that made him go out of favor with God. Jonah had a problem. He felt so self-righteous like, "Oh, I can't help the people in Nineveh because of XYZ." Um, they'll still go back to the sin and stuff like that. And God said, no, stop being self-righteous. God put him in, in the belly of a whale. And the whale carried him. He journeyed there, went back to Nineveh. And God said, I need you to tell my people what I need you to tell them. Abram had a problem. Him and Sarah, they wanted to help God. They understood God's promises over their life, but they wanted to help him. You can still be a Christian and have flaws that understanding humanity but you can't dwell in it we can't continue to drink milk guys how long have you been in the faith for 10 years 12 years two months you're still doing the same things i understand that it's a pattern I understand for 26 years you've been doing this 24 years 10 years you've been doing this but give it up to god and stop hiding i want to pray for you right now um let's power our heads Heavenly Father, Lord, oh God, I thank you, oh God, for your people. I thank you, oh God, for giving me this word just to bring it to your people. Holy Spirit, oh God, I pray, oh God, for the people at the other side of this podcast. I pray, oh God, that you shall help them. Whatever they're hiding, whatever their flaws are, I pray, oh God, you shall help them. I pray, oh God, you shall visit them, oh God. And cause it not to be a stumbling block for them, but rather a stepping stone. Rather be something that they can use the testament of your testify of your goodness oh god i thank you god for being a loving and a kind god i ask oh god you shall reveal yourself to them oh god in jesus name once again guys i'm your host 
Esther, it's where you are. I leave you with this word of scripture. I've learned to abound and I've learned to obey. And that's what Paul says. He says he's learned to abound. He's learned to obey. Guys, let's know when it's time for us to be show our weaknesses. And there's times where we have to show our strength. And all of this is just for the testament of God's truth. I love you guys. Peace.